Hey everyone, this is Marissa Phillips from Y'all Heard, and um... Hey everybody, rate us on iTunes Five stars is a charm And why not leave us a voicemail 570-POD-1 Doesn't matter what you say in your voicemail We promise we'll appreciate it, we don't get many, thank you Two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey everybody. This is Y'all Heard. Ah, oh, shit. I was delayed again. Ooh, it's Y'all Heard. <laughs> a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And this is a show that provides a creative outlet and distraction for two people who generally want to avoid all the other shit that they have to do. So we learn new things and we share them with you. Yeah, that's really all this show is. It's really more for me and Pete than it is for any of you. But thank you that you listen. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, how are you? I'm hanging in there. With the exception of probably you. I don't I think I think my Christmas shopping is done. Alright. And I don't know that you and I formally give each other Christmas presents. No, we sometimes like do or don't and it's late and it's all yeah. over the place, but yeah. Um, so I guess I'm good in that. I'm trying to catch up on, not catch up on, I'm trying to close the damn book on grading my class, my papers, my finals. Um, and the reason that I'm motivated to do that is so that I will get to the other side of that and have fewer obligations, much like Mm -hmm. the opening of the show (laughs) that I mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm also trying to. Marissa knows uh, that I'm trying to work on a project for my, my La Brea Purvea podcast, and I'm very excited about that. I am having a miserable time because I realize that I can't rewatch parts of the show without waiting through ads on streaming platforms. Oof! Okay. And by the time that <laughs> this is just an indication Wait, of you me. have Peacock. I have Peacock. I don't have Peacock. Wait, no. Or whatever it's on. It is on Peacock, but I have to wait through the ads. Oh, I don't... Gosh, ads... I don't even notice if I'm watching ads, which is sad. Yeah, and I'm... Speaking of sad, uh, by the time the ad is over, I forget what I'm looking for, so... Oh, Oh, peace. Okay. Speaking about how I'm doing, uh, I made Christmas cards, and I always... I don't know. I don't know what to put on Christmas cards. So I just put a picture of me and Aaron on Halloween and then put Felice Navidad. And then I forgot, like, Aaron was real weird about them. And I was like, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to send this to your people. And he, he, but he was being cagey in a way that, like, I was like, there's more to this. What are you not telling me? Then before his parents came on Thanksgiving, he, like, it's like, can you put these in your room? And I was like, what is wrong with the Christmas card? It's just <laughs> us at Halloween. And he's like, you're dressed like Satan. And I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? And then I didn't even realize. I'm not just like Satan, but I was a demon maid. But he's like, I just didn't even occur to me. And he was like, my mother doesn't like evil things. <laughs> and then he was just like, you can't say it to anyone I know. They won't like that you put a demon on a christmas card and i'm religious 
I wouldn't put a straight up demon on a Christmas card, but I was just like, it's just me. Like, I, it like never occurred to me. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, then I was like, oh, do I need to, like, reassess who I'm sending this to? Because, yes, I guess I am dressed like a demon on this Christmas card. Second, oh, by the way, I, I, I addressed all my Christmas cards and stamped them. And then I lost all of them. Hmm, that so, sucks. that's fun. Uh, anyway, the, also, did I tell you about the open house where I tracked duty all over the house? No. Uh, there was an open house. First of all, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where on Mother's Day, uh, the mom, Lin, Lin, Linda, mm-hmm. I forgot the name. She's like, let's just go to open houses for rich people to see what kind of snacks they have. And I was like, oh, that's an awesome idea. And Aaron is like, oh, look, there's this open house. We're not looking to buy a house right now. And I was like, ooh, let's, let's see what kind of snacks they have. And he was like, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> so, so we went just for fun. They had very disappointing snacks for a house that's, like, more than $500,000. Yeah, I know there are more expensive houses, but you should at least have some crackers, not just, like, dumb, dumb lollipops. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, right? What do you think I am, six? Well, Aaron also <laughs> argued, maybe that wasn't for you. Maybe the owners of the house just had that next to where the realtor had his papers. And I was, like, way too close. Way too close to the realtor papers because the, the people's stuff was, was still in their house. Like there were apples nearby. I don't think the apples were our snacks to eat. A- anyway, I, I, I digress. Anyway, we went on this open house. We went through the three floor house with white carpets. And then when we went back to our car, I noticed <laughs> a gigantic, weirdly human sized piece of duty directly outside of my car door that had a footprint in it and i went oh and then yes that I had, mine. <laughs> yep that was mine and i had tracked duty all over the house i didn't see it or smell it so i don't know if it was like really jammed in my shoe or if the realtor saw it and hated us but um yeah that was the most exciting thing that's happened to me i tracked duty in a house <laughs> that sounds like something a terrible person would do purpose like like they just rub shit in their shoe and go to open houses just to oh, just to make the world worse <laughs> we felt really bad and aaron was like we gotta call them and i was like and tell them what i was like you call them if you want i'm not <laughs> calling them he's like you don't care because they don't have your information and i'm like what are they gonna do arrest you and he was like stressed out and i was like the alternative would be that they send you a bill for cleaning the rugs which if you call them that's what they're probably going to make you do anyway the thing is i was like it's not my fault they had a dog and they're like it's their own fault like you didn't clean up your dog shit like i'm not saying there's no onus on me but it's not really my fault i I mean you gotta say too it's the dog's fault for shitting well yeah but i mean it's also like Fucking check the land. It's also the in- dog's parents' fault for having the puppy. I mean, Pete's uncle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I feel bad, but I don't. I would never offer to pay because I don't think it was my fault. Anyway, they didn't call us or arrest Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Is he home yet? No, but it was last weekend. <laughs> don't do this to me at work. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete, hit me. Marissa, uh, now, famously, if you're not familiar, if you're a new listener, maybe if you're Spencer, historically on the show, we have learned that Marissa was raised to not believe in Santa Claus. 
yeah. that she was raised to know factually yeah. <laughs> that her parents were responsible for her Christmas gifts. And that's how I will raise my children if I have any. <laughs> and that they deserve credit for it. <laughs> yes, because they did. They do deserve credit. Now, knowing that you don't believe in Santa Claus, did you ever leave a snack out for Santa, air quote, like your parents? I don't think so, but I think I've mentioned before, I believed in the Three Kings, so I left out snacks for the Three Kings. My parents didn't, you know, tell me that they were Santa, but for some reason my dad chose not to tell me that he was, quote, the Three Kings. Uh, Puerto Ricans celebrate Three Kings Day on January 6th. You're supposed to put grass under your bed for the camels that the three kings rode on the way to Jesus and the camel will eat the grass and then you will be left a gift. Uh, my father would always remove the grass. So, you know, play along. I will say, I think once I put an extra snack for the kings, very and my father, yeah, my father didn't think like I should also take that. So I was like, what's that about? So I left the snack for the three kings personally, but nobody took it the same way, the same way. I'm sorry, I keep telling my boyfriend, I, I have no one else in my life. He <laughs> told me he left out cookies and milk for Santa, and just nobody even bothered to interact with it, <laughs> and it made me so sad. Because <laughs> at least tell him it's not real. Like, either tell him it's not real, or don't, and then interact with it. Don't just leave it there. Like, that made me sad. Yeah. That, that shook me to my core. And you don't even have to eat the whole thing. I know, just, like, take a little piece. He's in a rush, you know? But, yeah, I'm not sure about Santa, but I definitely left um, I left a snack for the Three Kings. I always left grass for the Three Kings animals, but one year I also left a snack yeah, for the yeah. men. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I, I'm pretty sure we did cookies and milk. It was always a weird question of where to put it, though. By the chimney. We, see, we don't have a chimney. Oh, and so, of course, I did have that question. I guess like nobody does. Anymore. I'm sorry. No, you've been you've been at my house. We have a chimney, but we do not have a fireplace. And I thought, well, how does he get in? And I remember we were at my grandmom's once, and she had like this big cabinet over the toilet, and I don't know I don't know what was in it, but my <laughs> mom was like, "That's how he gets in here." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. But I in like terms that. of our house, I don't know how he got in. We had a we had a chimney, but it goes to the heating system. It okay. doesn't actually go to a fireplace. Anyway, um, the Christmas tree was at one end of the room, uh-huh. and the milk and cookies, like the table that was free to put them on, was at the other end. So he found them. I mean, oh, did your mother always like make sure to like rustle it up or pretend she ate them or actually eat them, whatever? Oh yeah, eat them. I will say, in retrospect, like, again, I fully support what my parents did. Um, but, man, when when I was young enough to believe in Santa, we had a straight-up wood-burning stove. That's how we heated our house. Like, that would be, like, the perfect situation to really make me believe in Santa. Like, like we lived in a, in a, in a magical place where you gathered by the fire. But, no. <laughs> no. So... Um, that being said, if you were Santa Claus and you oh, were Oh, that's not real, even the icebreaker? I didn't feel like it went on long enough. So, okay. <laughs> if you were Santa Claus and you were real 
and uh-huh. you knew that you had to visit like a billion houses, what would you want people to leave you for a snack? Ooh. Um, do you have an answer? The, uh, the only answer I could come up with was a grain of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cooked? Well, I'm going to collect them throughout the night and then cook them maybe partway through the journey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, while I would, it, this would require me keeping my inhaler and omeprazole on hand because last time I did this, I had an asthma attack. I want everyone to give me an individual Toblerone, individually wrapped little Toblerone uh. and water. Yeah. No, oh, milk chocolate or white chocolate. No fucking dark chocolate. Wow. I, You know what? I used to love dark chocolate. The older I get, the more infantile my tastes become. <laughs> you um, already have enough bitterness. You don't need the dark chocolate. <laughs> exactly. I would say I would accept individually wrapped uh, mini Toblerones or lint not Lindor, I don't think. Lint, L-I-N-D-T, mm-hmm. truffles, those little round balls. I could eat yeah. those forever. Yeah, so I would say one of those two. I was going to say egg rolls, but like past five houses, I don't want egg rolls. <laughs> I would I would also accept one Reese's stick. Yeah. Because that's, that's one I could kind of, I eat Reese's sticks and I'm like, so what happened to the Reese's stick? <laughs> <laughs> or like one Kit Kat. Oh, yeah, that would be... Oh, and then the like, family gets to eat the rest of it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not thinking. I'm acting like I need to eat it all. Actually, I go back to egg rolls, but I'll only take a bite per house. <laughs> like, okay. the egg rolls with pork in them. And they have to... In this world, I, I'm not gluten-free. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. You're Santa. You're magic. Yeah, that was a good question, Pete. Thank you. You don't have anything to drink, though? I mean, you know... Put out whatever you want. Okay. Man, I really just like... Guys, don't, don't make forget... it booze. What? No. Just <laughs> do a shot at every house. Fucking wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, don't forget to leave Daddy? out egg rolls in water. <laughs> <Is that> you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I like that. Oh, God, I want egg rolls. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, I can't think of any segue. Uh, nope, there's no segue. <laughs> I'm just going to jump into it. There's no way to go into this. Guys, today I'm going to be talking about like, mm, one thing that leads into another thing. Uh, but first up, I'm going to be talking about Eddie Murphy, or rather, a lack of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> All right. So last week, I was talking to my friend. And it's important to note that he's about uh, 11 years older than me. Only because, like, it adds to it knowing that, like, he's, like, he could have been more familiar with Eddie Murphy than I am. Though not necessarily. Mm -hmm. But anyway, last week I was talking to to my dear friend. And at some point, he mentioned that he was reminded of the well-known guy thinking meme. And he said, quote, it's like the Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, what? (laughs) Quote, it's like the Eddie Murphy thinking meme, he said. Uh, and if uh, something doesn't come to your mind immediately, this is an iconic meme on the internet. Of course, on the internet, Marissa. Uh, with a young black this is man. an iconic with, meme in real life. <laughs> yeah, with the iconic meme 
Uh, that picture's a... From the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. A young black man with a high-top fade, a gold watch, a black leather jacket, and a gold chain. And he's touching his temple as he looks to the camera with, I would describe, like, a knowing smirk. And this meme is usually uh, used when someone is saying something like, oh, think about it. Or, mm. like, it makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, like, for example, you'll see this picture and one of these memes says, like, can't get fired if you don't have a job. Or <laughs> your pull-out game can't be weak if you never pull out. So anyway, yeah, that's great. Um, so when my friend mentioned uh, the Eddie Murphy thinking meme, I was like, what? Uh, I knew which meme he was referencing immediately, but I was confused because there was a large error in what he said. Just in case you're listening, um, Edward Regan Murphy is an American actor, comedian, writer, producer, and singer. He rose to fame in the sketch comedy show Saturday Night Live, for which he was a regular cast member from 1980 to 1984. He has also worked in stand-up and is ranked number 10 on Comedy Central's list of the 100 greatest stand-ups of all time. Thank you. I just took it for granted everyone knows who Eddie Murphy no, is. No, I figured you would, so I just thought I'd read the first paragraph on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last Eddie Murphy movie I saw was Haunted Mansion, but every Christmas I like to watch Trading Spaces. Or places? Spaces? Places? Oh, fucking whatever. You know what I mean, right? No. The movie about what? The Eddie Murphy movie about where him... Trading Places. Yeah, I kept Trading Spaces is a show about houses. Thank you. You've never seen Trading Places? No, no, no. Um, I remember you talking about it here on the show, though. Holy fuck, watch that this year, Pete. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I got sidetracked. Um, the reason why there's an error in what he said is because the man in that meme is absolutely not Eddie Murphy. Uh, when I dun, challenged dun, dun. him, you know, when I was like, that's not Eddie Murphy, he was shocked that I would challenge his statement. And our convo... Our convo, sorry, there was a note. Our conversation was completely sidetracked because I could not stop fixating on that. Uh, so we kind of tried to get to the bottom of this. Uh, his argument was initially strengthened when I saw that if you Google, quote, thinking meme, you will get a Google result on the first page that says Eddie Murphy thinking meme generator. Um, also, if you type Eddie Murphy meme in Google, you will get that meme uh, as the first result. But despite that, I knew it was not Eddie Murphy. Uh, not because I had any empirical evidence, just because I fucking know it's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, but I wondered, like, well, like, again, all over the internet it says, it, like, labels that as Eddie Murphy thinking meme. And I was like, is this a joke that, like, the internet thinks it's funny to call this guy Eddie Murphy? Or does the average person not know this isn't Eddie Murphy. Um, so it made me want to ask, like, who is this dude? And why does everyone, quote, well, I mean, I'll get into whether or not it's everyone. <laughs> but who is this dude? Is why does everyone seem to think this is Eddie Murphy and why? Uh, so let's talk about the true, the true um, person in this meme. Uh, this is not actually the Eddie Murphy thinking meme. It is officially called the roll safe meme, according to knowyourmeme.com. Um, the roll safe meme features a screenshot of not Eddie Murphy, but actor 
I might pronounce this wrong, Coyote Iwumi, grinning and pointing to his temple while portraying the character Reese Simpson, a.k.a. Rollsafe. And this character was created for the web series called Hood Documentary, which was um, which was a, a mockumentary. It was, it was a comedy. So just a little bit about Hood Documentary. The first episode of this web series was published on YouTube by the two creators, Tyrell Williams and Coyote Iwumi, in October of 2015. So this is a, you know, this is a pretty old meme. Uh, the first episode uh, has since been watched like more than two million times. And the duo published a second episode of this mockumentary in November of the same year. Because of its popularity, uh, the BBC uh, then kind of joined forces with them and made a series called Hashtag Hood Documentary. So it kind of like built upon those two initial episodes. And that was published under the BBC Three brand. Uh, so basically, if we were British, maybe there wouldn't be such confusion because we might have been more aware of this YouTube series. Maybe, maybe we wouldn't. But, I mean, just yeah. it, it is possible that it's just where we live. I feel like BBC Three is probably like FXX. Yeah, so it, it, it's definitely lost some people in the U.S., but, but maybe if you were in, in the U.K., you'd have a little more awareness of it. Um, anyhow, in June... On June 1st, 2016, so that's, uh, you know, the next year after it first debuted, uh, the BBC Three YouTube channel. Okay, I am going to read this verbatim. I was gonna, I was gonna change the wording because I, this tripped me up, but I, verbatim, it says, the BBC Three YouTube channel uploaded a mini, a mini documentary on the Hood documentary series. Okay. So you're telling me that, that that bothered me because they made a mini documentary on the Hood documentary mockumentary? Yeah. And it just was too many layers to read. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so in this mini documentary uh, on BBC Three, uh, it features the the character Rollsafe doing that motion that's in the meme. So he's pointing to his head and smiling after saying that he finds a woman, quote, beautiful because she's got good brains. And this was like, what is it, double entendre or whatever? It was, yeah. This is actually a joke about oral sex because giving her brain is like a euphemism for a blowjob. So, like, he was like, oh, yeah, I like this lady. She got good brains. And then he, like, points to his temple and does that little knowing smirk. And uh, within eight months, this video featuring that scene gained over one point. 4 million views and 1,300 comments. So it was pretty popular. Um, so on November 15th of that year, a few months later, at Footy Humor, I don't know what that means, but that's the Twitter handle, at Footy Humor, um, they posted a screenshot of, you know, Roll Safe doing that motion. So it was basically a screenshot from that BBC video mm-hmm. uh, pointing at its temple, and they had kind of made it into a meme. And so this was like the first roll safe meme. And so they put a screenshot of him pointing to his temple with the caption, when you piss her off on purpose so she can say goodnight at 6 p.m. And you could play FIFA for the rest of the day in peace. Boy, that's long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not the best of the roll safe memes. And from there, the screenshot was shared. 
and people turned it into their own personal memes and it kind of spread like wildfire and the more it spread the more devoid of context it became until people when they think you're eddie murphy but you're not (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so part of people just like decided it was eddie murphy and now years later many call it the eddie murphy thinking meme uh instead of what it is the role safe meme and it, it was funny i was looking online uh like excuse me and there was some like in 2020 there was someone who was like i was today years old when i realized this wasn't eddie murphy and then someone below it was like to be honest it actually looks more like lavar burton and i was like you're fucking right it does why do we not all think this is lavar burton maybe it's just because less people know who lavar burton is um i also never really saw lavar burton dress in that manner well yeah i know but i'm saying his face kind of a little more like LeVar Burton. So why why would people even confuse Roll Safe with Eddie Murphy, like, out of all the other people, like, he could be confused with? Or rather than just thinking it's a random man. I mean, one one possible reason, I would say, is from the waist up in that screenshot, he does seem similarly dressed to Eddie Murphy in his, like, delirious phase. So delirious was his, like, really famous, like, comedy stand-up Not when he actually was delirious. Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, So while doing a side-by-side comparison, I will say they are both wearing leather. Uh, They both have a gold watch, a big gold chain, a mustache, and they are both generally handsome dudes. But the differences include that Eddie Murphy has a different hairstyle. Uh, Eddie Murphy famously had a fucking bright red uh, leather jacket, not a black one. Uh, And Eddie Murphy is fucking Eddie Murphy. (laughs) So, no, I don't, I will not say, like, oh, yeah, like, I can totally see that. So, I decided to do my own incredibly small study where I asked only two white people and two people (laughs) of color if they thought it was Eddie Murphy. Oh, shit, was I one of them? (laughs) Yes, you were, but it's okay. Uh, The white people thought it was well i will say pete it wasn't like yeah that's eddie murphy but i said i received a picture that said (laughs) do you see anything wrong with this (laughs) (laughs) and it said eddie murphy thinking meme and then had the role safe meme Mm -hmm. and pete didn't realize that wasn't eddie murphy until i pointed it out so no i give you a pass i wasn't even gonna you sent me the picture and you said who is this or like is this a famous celebrity that would have been a more controlled environment. Well, yeah, I'm saying this How'd is the not, other whitey do? <laughs> this, is, this is definitely not... Yeah, the other person just was like, yeah, it's Eddie Murphy. Um, <laughs> and then I asked two people of color, and they immediately... One of them said, sigh. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, the two people of color immediately knew it was Eddie Murphy. Um, does that prove anything? No, since I asked literally four people. But... I will say that science has its own theories. I do want to say that I have actual sources. I do not want it to come across like I'm just saying these things. I, my sources are Scientific American, the Scientific American article in 2017. There was also a study published in the National Library of Medicine. And then later, I also um, have American psych. Ecological Association as my source. But yeah, so basically, some studies that have been done a couple years back seem to conclude that certain individuals may be seriously impaired when it comes to recognizing individuals of another color. 
So the Scientific American article in 2017 reports that we tend to be worse at telling apart faces of other races than our own race, studies have found. Um, research shows that some people are completely blind to features that make other race faces distinct. Such an impairment could have important implications for eyewitness testimony in situations involving other race suspects. So I found this sad <laughs> and upsetting. Yeah, facial recognition technology would convict Eddie Murphy based on that photo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The ability to disting- distinguish among members of one's own race varies wildly. Some people can tell strangers apart effortlessly where others cannot even recognize the face of their own family and friends, but that is a condition known as prosopagnosia. I think people just also call that face blindness. I'm not sure. Um, Psychologist Lulu Wan of the Australian National University and her colleagues wanted to quantify the distribution of abilities for recognizing other race faces. Uh, In their study, they asked 268 Caucasians born and raised in Australia to memorize a series of six Asian faces and conducted the same experiment involving Caucasian faces with a group of 176 Asians born and raised in Asia who had moved to Australia to attend university. In 72 trials, every participant was then shown sets of three faces and had to point to the one he or she had learned in the memorization task. The authors found the authors of the study found that 26 Caucasians and 10 Asian participants, so 8% of the collective study population, did so badly on the test that they met the criteria for clinical level impairment. Quote: they We know clinical level racism. <laughs> <laughs> Quote: We know that we are poor at recognizing other race faces, says Jim Tanaka a professor of psychology at the University of Victoria in British Columbia. Uh, this study shows just how poor, pe- poor at this some people are. Those un- individuals would be completely useless in terms of their legal value as an eyewitness. It's important to note, though, that the world's legal systems do not, however, take into account individual differences in other race face recognition at all. So, yeah. This was just an aside. Obviously, like this goes a little deeper, but I thought that was very interesting. But that is there. There are also other studies that kind of came to kind of like dug a little deeper as to why some people might be bad at recognizing other race faces. Uh, And this comes from American Psychological Association article. So why do one people in one racial group fail to recognize faces from other racial groups? This so-called cross-race recognition deficit, a topic of debate within the social science community, is sometimes explained by suggesting that people have less experience seeing faces from other races. So, you know, like, if you're white and you're only around white people, when you see multiple, like, Asian people or black people, you might just, like, not be used to it, so you might just lump them all together. (laughs) But a new research finding by Kent State University Psychologist Daniel T. Levin, PhD, suggests that the information, information, what the fuck? The information, <laughs> the information people see when looking at the face of a person of another race is information that allows them to classify the person as white or black, but is not information 
which allows them to individualize the person, such as the color of their eyes or the shape of their nose. Dr. Levin's conclusions, uh, which were published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology, is based on experiments designed to determine the kind of information people retain when looking at cross-race faces. I could have gone into the specifics of the study and how it was conducted, but like I zoned out and I was like, I'll zone out reading it again. So I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. But basically it concluded that um, the information people focus on when looking at a face of another racial group is information that is optimal for group classification. Like you might be like, that's a black man, that's a white man, rather than individual recognition. Like that's a man with a mustache and a a downturned mouth. So you're like so fixated on like the race that you kind of like overlook the other features. Quote, participants who report recognizing black faces appear to code blackness as a visual feature well, they may not code whiteness at all, said Dr. Levin. The problem is not that we can't code the details of cross-race faces. It's that we don't. Instead, we substitute group information or information about the race for information about the features that help us tell individual people apart. Is that true? I don't know. But I thought it was interesting because I do feel like generally... People do have that problem a lot, and a lot of times it seems racist, but is there a science behind it? I don't know. All I will say is everyone does make mistakes. I do understand that, but that one time that the CEO of the company I worked for called the lady from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Kim Jong-un, that was definitely racism. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely You don't no actually way. believe that Kim Jong-un was in this movie. Yes, there's no fucking way that he... Well, the lady from um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Do you know her name? No. Wait, I need to know this. Wait. Everything. There is no way that he couldn't tell the difference between Michelle Yeoh and fucking Kim Jong-un. So that was just racism. Anyway... So, yeah, I don't know. Does, is that why we all think Roll Safe is Eddie Murphy? Because we're just like, oh, we, not all of us, white people. <laughs> Sorry, Bean. I don't know. <laughs> but then, didn't you ask me, is that Eddie Murphy? <laughs> and then I wrote back, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, his, no, no. His face is, uh, his face was uh, like when I looked at it, I was like, "That must be a very young Eddie Murphy because, yeah, like he looked healthier than Eddie Murphy." Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know that's why I wasn't even going to mention you because that, that was such a half-assed study. To I didn't know I didn't know whether I should say is this Eddie Murphy or say who is this. Yeah, I guess I should have said who is this instead of do you see a problem with this. <laughs> but anyway. But even who is this? It's like, well, I don't know who Roll Safe is, so I'm yeah, not going to say. Oh, exactly. that's full safe. No shit. <laughs> so there is no exact science to unraveling why people assumed roll safe is Eddie Murphy. But I just thought it was interesting to kind of hear about some of the studies scientists have done to sort of figure out why some people have trouble deciphering different people of a different race than theirs. I just wanted this whole episode to be about roll safe, honestly, but I couldn't get enough detail to keep it going. 
Um, I remember I was, in the movie Inside Man, one of the bank robbers had big boobs. Uh-huh. And when they were asking people what the bank robbers looked like, like a bunch of people were just like, one of them had really big boobs. Well, what did the face look like? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's just like some features are more prominent to the people who are looking or something. Yeah. Yeah, that could be true. Um, and I will say, I, I just personally have a hard time knowing who anyone is because I don't look at people in their faces directly, usually unless I know them well. I, th- I may have mentioned it on the show before, but when I get a new group of students, I can always identify the female students faster because I feel like there are more variables, like yeah. long hair, short hair, different colors, yeah. like all that sort of stuff, than the guys, which, I'm like, going to be honest with you, they're mostly just like dark hair, dark eyes, normal height. And I'm like, I don't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do really struggle with like white guys, like with like just like. Yeah, I do struggle with white guys a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, we all have our struggles. Um, I want to, I want to, oh, before I forget, I just want to say, if anyone is interested, uh, hood documentary, I didn't watch, I think there's like six episodes, I didn't watch them all. I did watch part of it, and I actually thought Coyote, a woman, was actually pretty funny. Um, and he's still an actor. He, he's, I can't remember what he's in now. But uh, yeah, I know it, it's if you're interested, it is worth at least seeing like a, a few minutes of of the hood safe, hood safe. No, sorry, I just combined things of the hood documentary. It and uh, it, it is is kind of cute. I mean, is the whole thing okay? I don't know, but a few minutes of it was funny. So that's that's it. I hope I hope I didn't blow too many minds letting you know that it's not really <laughs> Murphy. And if you thought it was, it's okay. Plenty of people did too. You're you're not a horribly, well, I mean, I'm not saying you're necessarily not a horribly problematic person, well, but like, that in and of itself doesn't make you a horribly problematic person. If they put a picture of Al Roker on there pointing to his head, people wouldn't be like, "Oh, that's Eddie Murphy." <laughs> <laughs> I know. That would be dramatically different. But to put a guy who kind of looks like Eddie Murphy at a certain phase in life up there, yeah, I think. Oh yeah, maybe- that's what I'm saying. If you think that that doesn't make you problematic, yeah. If, if you're problematic baseline, I can't tell. But I mean, that if is every itself. black person you see, you think is a Murphy. Yeah. Then, yeah, you have a different then you, problem. Then you have a problem. Also, there's like I three feel, Eddie Murphys at my office. <laughs> I feel really bad because sometimes, like, I really make fun of people hard, and I just assume they know where I'm coming from. And the friend who thought it was Eddie Murphy, like, is a very sincere person who isn't used to me, like, really making fun of them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of drew it out a little bit. And then I could tell I was making them feel bad, and I stopped. But, like, guys, if I like you, I'm never really making fun of you. Or I am, but I assume you know it's from a kind place. <laughs> but I would have I would have, I would have, dragged it out longer. If, and if I'm pretty wasn't. sure you didn't, like, go to the place that's most obvious, where you just started telling this person that they're racist. No, I didn't know they were no, racist. No, you were probably like... No. Why did you even think that's him? Like, yeah. Do you know who Eddie like, Murphy is? Like, stuff like that. That's exactly what it was. And I was like, sorry, I, I can't get over this. Why did you... you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I was just doing that. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it was racist. No. Um, it's time for... Plugs. It's time for... Plugs. It's time hey, you got any plugs? plugs? Don't steal my fucking plug. You know what my plug is. 
I won't. I won't. Okay. Um, a while back for this show, I wanted to do an episode that's called, it was Y'all Heard That Ancient Aliens is Racist. Oh, you didn't do that? <laughs> I, I never did it because I figured, like, at a certain point I was like, I feel like everybody does know this. Sometimes no, that happens. Sometimes that happens with topics where, like, it sits in my head long enough that I'm just like, oh, well, everybody must know it by now. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. So my plug is a different podcast. It's called It's Probably Not Aliens. And um, it's two guys. One, you would love this <laughs> set up, Marissa. One guy comes in and does all the research. The other one doesn't know a damn thing. <laughs> Oh, I like that. And it's always that. It's not like they ever switch or anything like oh, that. Oh, it sounds like the dollop. So, um, so one guy is really into history and all that sort of stuff. And basically, they take all these uh, silly ideas that ancient aliens comes up with, and they uh, show that it's probably not aliens. <laughs> oh, that's great! Literally, this is like the dollop, but with ancient aliens. That, have you heard the dollop? No. Oh, never mind. It's just, uh, yeah, a guy who does history stuff and a comedian who's okay. just listening to it blind. Yeah. Anyway, that sounds fun. What's it called again? Have you heard it? Wait, Aliens? It's, it's, it's probably, not Aliens? It's probably not Aliens. Gotcha. All right. They did one on um, South American, Native Americans, and like the this week's was, and about uh, how they constructed different housing and... They were basically like apartments and stuff. Oh. Anyway, I thought it was rather interesting. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I'll listen to that, guys. I gotta say, I, I want to believe in everything. I don't believe in the ancient alien shit like at all, and I find it, I find it laughable. Anyway, <laughs> and I am someone who wants to believe in everything. Um, I am going to plug. I said it once on Instagram. If you follow me, I'm going to say it again. Definitely my favorite Christmas special. Is it my favorite comedy special? It's possible. Matt Rogers, have you heard it's have you heard of Christmas? Is a musical comedy special on Showtime. Holy shit, it's so great. I don't even like musical comedy that much. I will I want to really drive it home that I do not like musical comedy that much at all. Pete has given me some songs that I like. If the song is really funny, I can love it. But, like, no one can ever say, oh, musical comedy special, and I'm like, sign me up. I'm, I'm, like, I'm the same. I'm often yeah. like, check me out. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, boy, this one was great. The music was actually good. I keep listening to the one Whoville song over and over again because it's a real jam. And the other ones are just so fucking funny. I laughed out loud. Um, yeah, I, g get a Showtime uh, trial. I, I don't have Showtime. I have a 30-day. I'm going to fucking binge watch that for 30 days over <laughs> and over again. I am so sad I cannot just download the tracks by themselves so I can just listen to them all the time. Yes. Uh, I just have to put the Showtime video on on my phone in the background just so I can listen to it. So good. So funny. Um it's fantastic. I, I put it on Instagram, and then a bunch of family members are like, oh, how do I watch that? And I realized... You shouldn't. Yeah, I realized <laughs> a bunch of people. <laughs> my family's like a little bit homophobic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You won't enjoy it if you're homophobic. <laughs> Short of that, you should love it. Um, oh, I forgot oh, to mention. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you don't like flippant Christmas stuff, you won't like it. My boyfriend, like, he wasn't like, oh, I fucking hate it. But he was just like, he just like sighed and like put on headphones. He takes Christmas like really seriously. Mm-hmm. Like he really likes the purity. Of, he didn't say this, but I, through seeing him, I could tell he really likes the purity and innocence of Christmas. So like the first song about just like hooking up with people and seeing them in the dance club, but also it's Christmas, like kind of made him just like shake his head. And I was just like, whatever, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Oh, I love it so much. I it's love it so, so, so much. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my plug. But also, if you're in the Philly area, please come see me at the Mutter Museum. Uh, oh, wait. This Tomorrow, is gonna come out right? after. Oh, wait. No, we'll come before. Yeah. Uh, no, Sunday. I don't know why it's a Sunday. Please come see me uh, Sunday, December 11th. Uh, it's only $5 to come to the market where I'll be. It's it's all a market of like spooky, weird Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of pumpkin themed things, and I have free candy. Okay, free candy, free toys, and free stickers. Free everything that people didn't take on Halloween. <laughs> uh, just come say hi, especially if you listen to the podcast. The stamp that I got opened in my pocket and it dried out. Oh man! It didn't ruin my pockets. It just okay. dried out. Well, so I, I got to stamp more. one thing, and then I was like, oh, it's dead now. Those always dry out. It really bums me out. <laughs> but guys, uh, generally, thanks for listening. Um, feel free to call us at 570-POD-WOD-1 with topics or any thoughts. Pete, where else can they get in touch? You can email us at shout at yallheard.me. You can also or- um, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash yallheard. Once you're there... Then you can message us through there. And uh, honestly, I mean, you're going to go to the top of the pile. <laughs> Pete, don't tell everyone how little people interact with us. No, I'm going to say, because you're a paid customer, you're a paying customer oh, at that point. Oh. You're going to go to the top of the... Yeah. Because um, there's a lot in the free <laughs> methods, and we need to, like, sort them. <laughs> prioritize. Yeah. Uh, so many calls. Yes. Guys, also, like, yeah, if you listen to our Patreon, if you don't like celebrity gossip, I get it. But give my new Patreon series a chance for one episode. If you there's, a good chance, there's a good chance that you're going to hear it with the holidays coming up. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? That we'll probably take it from behind the paywall. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, make everyone watch. listen to it. I said that I was only going to do it every other week unless people liked it. I don't know. I might want to do it every week just because I have things to tell (laughs) the void, okay? I can't believe some of the things I see. I learn. But yeah, listen to that. That's called Marissa's Gossip Girl. Listen to Pete's, all of his content. Hers, La Brea Purvea is always solid, but also his Pete Ruins a Movie and his Pete's Previews. Uh, He really upset me with his Pete's Previews today. Um, <laughs> Yesterday, uh, the my Christmas episode of the La Brea Purvea podcast comes out, and it's where I pick a Christmas present for each cast member, or each uh, character, I should say, not cast member. Can I would would you be offended if I skipped to that 
even though I'm not up to date on your other No, it, it, it doesn't. Well, there's some references to things, but, you know. Just because that sounds really fun. I actually do have a question for you about one of the gifts, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, stay safe out there, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.